0: Welcome to Spirits Podcast, episode 19, Japanese Urban Legends. It's a spooky one, y'all. It's super spooky because I love Halloween. I love the entire month of October. It's my birthday month. Hey. Um, We totally are psyched to bring you guys some spooky urban legends this month that's the theme for the month spooky stuff spooky spooky and you guys you know y- you might want to check out your feeds next wednesday just just saying we're normally a bi-weekly podcast but you know the the october ghouls and goblins and witches and wizards and tooth fairies might have a special surprise before we get going we would love to just shout out some of our new patrons we have had so many patrons join this uh last couple of weeks and we're so happy about it so thank Thank you so much to Katherine McLean, Stephen Michalitis, Carolyn Hoover, Phil Fresh, which I don't know if that's his real name, but it's pretty badass, uh, Kimo Harvlin, Jenny Sweeney, Eli McKenna, and a super special extra thanks to our new supporting producer that's the top tier of our Patreon, Leanne Davis. So if you want to join the ranks of these generous, cool, exceptionally good looking really, patrons, really good looking. Really Click that link in the show notes or find us at patreon.com spiritspodcast We're so close to our next goal and uh, we are so appreciative for your support. Thank you guys again for interacting with us on Twitter, Facebook. You guys know how much I love liking and responding to your tweets. It's my favorite love thing it. in the world. Especially this month. We are, we are so, uh, so on theme for this you guys October. are so spooky. I'm loving the witch aesthetics. I'm loving everything. So cool. And you can always hit us up at spiritspodcast at gmail Dot com if you have things to add, questions to ask, stories to tell. The more emails and stories and questions you guys send us, the more likely we're going to do a questions-only bonus episode for yeah, you guys. Yeah, heck yes. reader mail. Mailbag. Oh, we're going to love that. That's going to be so much fun. So good. So, Julie, what are we drinking this episode? Amanda, you remember that time we went to Apudo West, that really cool ramen oh, place? So it's good. It's really, really good. So it's in good. Hell's Kitchen. Get the veggie pork buns. So well, good. if you're veggie, yeah. Or Actually, not. no, they were pretty good. They were pretty you good. You did that cauliflower tempura, too. Yes, Ooh, that was really good. But anyway, um, <laughs> their specialty drink that night were this Jello shot sake that were called Ikezu. Yeah, that was the brand of the like jelly sake. It, like you, it was, it was like ta- you took it, Ugh. you shook it up. And then yep. you drank it and it was like weird jelly and it was fantastic. It's like in a champagne flute. It was delicious. It was like I went to a Japanese frat house. Awesome. On that note, I think it's pretty safe to say that you will enjoy this episode. You might be creeped out. Listen with a friend, perhaps, if you're feeling, uh, you know, particularly vulnerable to bad stories. Just remember, keep it kind of creepy and kind of cool. Kind of creepy, kind of cool. That's how we do it. Without further ado, enjoy Spirits Podcast episode 19, Japanese Urban Legends. You don't like creepy shit, do you? Not particularly. I know. But creepy shit can be cool sometimes. You like Stranger Things, right? I do. I like it quite a lot. And I also like the kind of creepy, kind of cool middle of the Venn diagram where we here at Spirits flourish. Yeah, we're going towards the creepy end of that Venn diagram this episode. Okay. Because... Doing some... I'm gonna take a drink, I'm gonna take a drink. Alright, you good now? I'm good. right. because we are going to Japan, Amanda. Woo! But we're not just going to any particular part of Japan. Okay. We're doing Japanese urban legends. Wow. From specifically modern times. There is some crazy shit that comes out of Japanese cities these days. And and shit gets creepy. And shit gets creepy. I'm really ready to hear about it. Speaking of the internet, that will be our first story, but we'll get there. Okay. So I want to give you a little background on Japanese urban legends. I'm ready. So we're talking about basically modern folktales in Japan right now. Yeah. Um, this kind of strays away from the fantastic and the sort of animalistic, creepy ogres and stuff that mm-hmm. Japan's traditional mythology tends to focus mm-hmm. on. Um, instead, it focuses on onryo, which are uh, ventral spirits that take out their aggression on any of those who cross their path. Great. Creepy. Good to, good to start. Love a good vengeance spirit. Japanese urban legends, they tend to be cautionary tales, uh, and they tend to focus around schools, which kind of tells you a little bit about the audience of who's spreading these urban legends and who uh, they're for Yeah, people in middle school algebra go with nothing else better to do. Yeah, that's true. Can you remember like all those sleepovers and all the creepy creepy stories we told you oh, each yeah, other? Oh yeah, Bloody to- Mary, Ooh, the, the Amityville Horror. The one where uh the guy is like dragging the body up the stairs and it goes to the thump 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 thump. Yeah, like the chills up the spine. Yeah. So good. So creepy. Um, so we're actually going to start with, like you said, some internet creepy stuff. Let's do it. It's called the Red Room Curse. All right. I think of Natasha Romanoff. Okay, solid. Good. Hey, that was the look of Julia being surprised at my pop culture I, knowledge. I, I'm a little, I'm, <laughs> I'm just smiling and wide-eyed at the moment because damn, Amanda, good job. Hey. Called some good stuff there. My MCU lore is legit. Yep. The Red Room Curse. It started out as a internet legend. So of course you're going to love it, Amanda. I'm ready. It's this idea that a pop-up appears on a victim's computer. It shows a door. I thought of like a pop-up sample sale, but you're not talking no. about that. I mean like a pop-up like the thing. Advertisement. Yes, yes, you click on something and it pops up on yes. your computer. Uh, so it's an image and it shows a door and a recorded voice starts playing and says, do you like, mm-hmm. and even if you close it out, it will continue to pop up and continue to speak uh, and it'll pop up until it finally says, do you like the red room? Uh. Those who see the pop-up are later found dead in their own rooms. <gasps> With the walls painted in blood. Oh God, the red room. Oh, so many layers to that, right? Like one, anyone could be victimized by a pop-up yeah. ad. Yeah, remember that. Congratulations, thing. you've won. Like, no. it, like the audio part is also terrible. Oh yeah, and finally, not only are you dead, but like, did you paint the room with your own blood? That's terrible. Maybe your, did your computer the spirit did. Spirit painted. Did the computer like? fry the molecules and fling them all over the wall. Some Terminator Skynet bullshit right there. Man, the like super bloody Carrie style crime scene gets me. Not great. It's actually really interesting because the whole concept of this gained popularity because there was this interactive Adobe Flash animation that was circulating through Japan. Okay. But the media started picking up on it because it was a favorited tab by this girl who actually murdered one of her classmates. <gasps> she was like this 12-year-old girl who murdered oh, her 11-year-old no. classmate. And this was like one of the things that they found on her computer was this Adobe Flash oh of the Red Room curse. That's terrifying. Isn't that crazy? Wait, it was a real though. ad? Well, it wasn't a real ad. It was sort of this like viral marketing video that someone made. Yeah, uh, sort of like, uh, I and so don't know. they construed it into a curse right. after the fact. Yes, and then Ugh. the whole concept of it was they created the story, but then the story became real, and this girl—that's <gasps> like, like the—it was it wasn't but. was it the Slender Man? Yeah. Um, myth yeah. that some girl like killed two for classmate. Yeah, he, that's like actually came up really recently. Oh. Uh, which is creepy as hell. Like yeah, small it was like it was like nine or twelve months ago. Let's stop corrupting small children with like creepy murder everyone around you stuff. But it is what it is. God. The internet has many boons and bad stuff. I forgot doggles and <laughs> other no, things. It's, it's boons bane and bane and boon. Bane and boon. That's what I was thinking. That of. sounds like a like a like a generic supermarket cereal version of Bullwinkle <laughs> and the other one. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised you even knew who Bullwinkle was. Only because there's a bowling alley named Bullwinkles in the town where my grandparents live. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, Moving on, the next one we have also kind of involves school children. It's called Acomanto Mm -hmm. or the Red Cape. Going with the red motif? Uh Uh-huh. So this is a spirit who haunts bathrooms... Think of, like, a really creepy moaning Myrtle. Good start. It's a male spirit. He's usually found in the last oh. toilet stall of a woman's bathroom. Where any woman goes to, like, hang out and check her cell phone. Yes. In many versions, the spirit wears a mask that covers his extremely handsome face. Weird. Which, when I was doing research, they are like, oh, yeah, it got him in trouble with stalking. I'm like, so he was stalking people or, like, girls were stalking right. him? I'm not yeah. sure exactly what that- and, like, how do we know that he's be. handsome if he's a mask on? Well, when you sit on the toilet, a voice asks you if you want red paper or blue paper. I think they mean toilet paper. Right. And, like, Japanese crazy luxury toilets. I mean, Yeah, cool. I guess you can pick Fair that. Fair enough. And so if you ask for red, you are violently killed and drenched in blood. Oh, my God. If you ask for blue, you're strangled, which leaves your face or your skin blue. Ah. <sighs> No good choices no. here. Well, if you ask for any other color, the hands appear out of the toilet and then drag you to hell through the toilet. Oh yeah, no, you don't want to be sassy and choosy when <laughs> purple. <laughs> fuck you. Have <laughs> it white, duh. The only way you are spared in this situation is if you refuse anything that he like offers to give you. Or like run away out of fear. Yeah. It just I guess you wouldn't be impolite to this crazy, uh, homicidal spirit, but I mean, some of the toilets from what I understand do have like audio to them. So it's not totally out of the realm of possibility. Uh, why just dude, I think the background from what I remember is, the guy somehow died because girls were stalking him and okay. now he haunts women's bathrooms to kind of get revenge. Too handsome for his own good? I guess so. Which <laughs> seems kind of dumb and but, seems like yeah. victim blaming. But whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Like a like a twisting of women's sexual agency, right? Yeah, like I have no they idea. dare to go after him, and so he like has to murder every woman who dares to use a bathroom. <laughs> like, what's the whatever. logic there? Uh so the name the red cape actually comes from a version of the story where he asks if you want a red cape or cloak Mm -hmm. and if you answer yes he rips the skin off your back (sighs) Hannibal style yeah not great what if you say no I guess I don't know probably the blue thing happens we're gonna get suffocated yeah like lays down on you until you're crushed or something yeah my imagination is getting way too vivid Mm, (laughs) the more we learn about mythology we are (laughs) less than halfway through this so let's keep going great Next story seems more like a, um, an American one, but I guess it's that sort of idea that mythology is human and the stories are the stories that scare us are the same stories that scare people in Japan or in England or in, yeah. So this is called The Fatal Fair. This is a story about a taxi driver who is making his way along a road at the dead of night. Awesome start. Out of the darkness, a person will suddenly appear And hails the cab down. Normal. Sure. Uh, They take a seat in the back and ask to be taken to a place the driver has never heard of. The person assures them that they'll give them directions, which are complex and kind of lead him down back streets and alleys and usually out of the city that he was in and down into the countryside. Oh, yeah, no. Isolate you and, yeah, yeah, you know, make sure your trail can be followed. Classic. Once he reaches a stretch of road, he realizes that he hasn't heard anything from the passenger in a while. Mm. So what he does is he turns back around to ask if they're close and then sees that the back seat is empty. <gasps> My least favorite jump scare slash the most scariest jump scare to me is the one where the person gets into their car in like a dark parking garage and there's a person in the back seat yeah. and like you check that back seat every time you get in. I don't yeah. care if you're in an empty parking lot and you've had your eyes on the car the whole time. Right. No. I think the worst one for me is the close the mirror and suddenly there's someone behind them reflection thing, <sighs> which is a terrible one. So bad. So bad. So cliche. Objects in the mirror are closer and more deadly than they appear. Only if it's car mirror. Oh, you're talking about the bathroom mirror. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. No, that's bad, too. Yeah, no, that's, that's bad, the too. worst. So he turns around. backseat's empty. He's like, what the fuck? And then right. he turns back around just in time to see that he's driving off a cliff. <gasps> and then he does. Whoa. Yeah. There is like two plot twists in that mm-hmm. one. Guy missing off a cliff. I'm, I'm struggling to find meaning in this myth. Yeah, it's just like, don't pick up random people and... Trust them to drive you out of the city. I mean don't do your profession. Like I don't don't leave your comfort area? I don't I don't know what the Use your GPS, you dumb fuck. I guess this is modern, modern life. And also, I mean, say what you will about the sharing economy, but ride sharing apps do at least (laughs) don't spill on my couch, do at least, you know, make you certain of where you're going and eliminate the odds that some Uber driver will kill you or I guess vice versa. I mean, yeah, I guess that's why Uber drivers rate us as well. Yeah. You know, if you disappear from the backseat, they give you that one star rating. I mean, I guess if they drive off the cliff though, there there's no one left to rate you. Maybe he pulls out his phone just in time to give that one-star one star. rating. We're next going to talk about the Kuchisaki Ona, which means slit mouth woman. Okay. Go, Pressing myself here after the Maui myth, I don't know if I could be shocked by anything. It's not a vagina mouth woman, so that's a <gasps> plus. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, plot twist! While walking along at night, you might encounter a woman who has a surgical mask on. It's nope, not uncommon nope. in I Japan. I know, I know, but no. they're trying to like protect people from getting their own sicknesses right, which and stuff super, like that. Super, super, like altruistic and a great idea, but I still see it and go. Huh. So this woman in particular will stop you, and she'll ask you, "Am I beautiful?" <gasps> no, 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 no. If you answer no, she takes out a pair of scissors that she's carrying and slits your throat. Oh my god. If you say yes, she removes her mask to reveal the fact that her mouth has been split ear to ear. (gasps) Still bloody, still gross, still dripping. Uh, Real good. No. She'll then ask, well, how about now? And what do you say? In the creepiest voice you can imagine, so let me redo that. Well, how about now? Uh. (laughs) Oh, that was really good. Her. Too good. Um, whether you answer yes or no, she's gonna kill you. Uh, okay, Fine. fair. If you answer no, she cuts you in half mm-hmm. with the scissors again. If you say yes, she cuts your mouth exactly like hers. I think I'd rather go go out quick with the havesies. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. The trick is. You have to tell her she looks either average or so-so, which confuses her enough for you to run away. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is, like, the best. I do, again, on principle, I like the sort of inversion of street harassment, Mm -hmm. where instead of, like, you know, men telling women unasked for what the Mm -hmm. men think of their appearance, like, the woman sort of, like, bullies him into... Tell me I'm beautiful. There being no good answer. Like, there's Mm -hmm. no good catcall, and there is no good answer to this slit-faced woman's... uh, query <laughs> yes uh- if you also want to escape her, you can either carry around sweets or fruit in your pocket and okay. then throw it at her feet because she will stoop down to pick it up. Like a Pokemon in a raspberry. Yes. <laughs> you can also ask her if she thinks you're pretty or tell her you have to meet your husband or wife and she'll excuse herself and leave, which seems like oddly polite for someone who's going to either cut you in half or slit your mouth open. Like I have almost irrepressible homicidal impulses, but I really respect the institution of marriage. <laughs> Oh, you have to meet someone? I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have stopped you. I'm so sorry. I don't want you to be late. How could I? Um, Interestingly, this is one of the few that actually has a very solid backstory. It actually goes back to the Edo period of Japan. In modern tellings, the woman was mutilated by her husband who accused her of cheating, asking her, who will think you're beautiful now? Which nope. is kind of very, like, Nolan-esque Joker. Like, Keith Ledger's oh, yeah, Joker. Yeah, 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 Where he's just like, ah. Oh. I thought of that when he said the kind of ear-to-ear grin. Which I like. I like that. A yeah, lot. right. Like, taking the role that society has placed you in to an extreme. Mm-hmm. There are more recent stories, however, that kind of have proof behind sightings where a woman said to resemble this woman mm-hmm. in the 1970s was chasing little children around, like, mm. the city of Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, got hit by a car, and when the coroner like, did their report on the body, he made a note of saying that the mouth was split from ear to ear, which is creepy since, like, the story goes back historically and then you have someone in the 1970s who... Yeah, like chasing people, right, like killed weirdly. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, In some other story, she's like escaped a mental institution and did it to herself, like self-inflicted harm and stuff like that. But it's like really creepy, that 1970s thing where it's like, yeah, this is a thing that happened and... Yeah. We still tell that story and it's I maybe mean, right. Like one would think that a sort of, you know, maybe not quite plausible historical basis would like undermine the myth in some way, but to me it's just like, I believe it, I believe it, it like totally could happen. Check mark no, in the yes column. Oh shit. The next one is the teke teke. All right. Sounds good to begin with. So the teke teke is the ghost of a woman who was pushed in front of a train oh. and then cut in half by it. Okay, got that double trauma. Yeah, not so great. The same kind of idea of the, spoiler alert, Casa Cards infamous scene. Yes. Um. So this Teke Teke carries around a scythe, which, weird for modern times, but, you know, into it, kind of Grim Reaper style. Uh, right, like, you know, having your legacy and truly embracing it. <laughs> Leaning in. <laughs> so it's really interesting because, so the Teke Teke is this ghost of a woman who is cut in half, so... It's just her torso up. Ugh. So she. Floating or like. No, like, she travels around on her hands and elbows, dragging her oh God. torso. Oh, God. And that's actually where the name comes from because it's the scratching sound of her pulling her body <gasps> along the road. Tick it, tick it, tick it, tick it. No, please don't. Yeah, creepy as hell, right? <sighs> who pushed her what is she after she's she just wants revenge she's it doesn't revenge. matter who pushed her she's just like if you're slow enough i'm gonna catch you and do the same thing oh my god so uh she, if she encounters someone in the middle of the night and the person isn't fast enough she actually slices them in half as well and they become a teki teki themselves oh zombie style yeah there's actually a great story where a boy sees a beautiful woman kind of by a windowsill resting on her elbows. They like can't, can't make, see her waist. Oh, no. They make eye contact and he's like smiling. He's like, oh, she's cute. And the girl sees him and she jumps out of the window and is a teke teke, And it's only the torso up. And uh, the guy is like so surprised by it. That he freezes and she cuts him in half and he becomes a ticket. It's almost like in Sweeney Todd where like the young, you know, virginal sailor is looking up at Joanna, the beautiful woman in the window. Except and it's she like, murders him. Walk away, walk away, young sailor. You don't know that her dad is a fucking homicidal barber. Well, more that Alan Rickman's going to beat your fucking ass up. And also your interest in her will piss off her vaguely incestuous guardian. Yeah. Nothing good about that Nothing woman. Nothing good about that. Just stay away from her. She sings a pretty song about green finches and linnet birds. Yeah, Nightingale, blackbird. How is it you sing? I don't know, Joanna. You're scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> You're just a creepy motherfucker. Just get out of here. Oh, and imagine her having no tor- no legs also. A thousand times creepier. That is, that is mad creepy. <laughs> um, there's actually another version of this myth where a similar thing happens to a woman, but instead she haunts a bathroom stall. And uh, when people are alone in the bathroom, she'll ask them where her legs are. <gasps> if they answer incorrectly, she'll rip their legs off. Wait, what's the correct answer? It's the uh, train station where she was front for a train. How are they meant to know that? Because she's an infamous story. Oh, yeah, yeah, like notorious. It's funny it's a bathroom, too, because normally, like, you know, you look to see if a stall is occupied yeah. and you see the legs. Like, yeah. that's the only thing that you do uh, see of people. That's funny. Right? I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um so if they do tell her where she died, she'll ask them what her name is and people are supposed to know oh. the name. But if you say it, she will attack you. You have to like say some other name and she'll leave you alone because really? it means that she's not remembered her death wasn't as tragic as it was. I mean, I would assume that if you don't remember her name she would attack you. No, because she's like a vengeful spirit, so it's kind of like saying Voldemort's name. It's it's cursed. You can't you can't fuck with that shit. I see, and if you don't remember her, like her quest is fueled or something. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'm curious. I also, I, I'm realizing now that one of the kind of things behind super scary myths to me is like peeling back the the normal facade to reveal like corruption and perversion. So right. whether it's a surgical mask coming off of the woman with the, you know, half slit face or like, you know, pulling back the bathroom stall. to to show that this person has no legs or Joanna and her tower, Spinny Todd style <laughs> uh, listeners, you're going to soon find that musical theater is a, a motif second only to Harry Potter throughout this podcast. It is RGM. It has always been our jam. It is our, like, multiple mixed CDs in our, you know, 2002 high school ride cars jam. 2002? My car was a 2002 model. Oh, okay. I was like, we were not in high school in 2002. No. Girl. Girl. (laughs) We might have been telling Bloody Mary stories. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But not driving. Or drinking. (laughs) Certainly not together. Definitely not that. least that's a cop. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I have to agree with that. I have to agree with the idea that myths and particularly uh, modern myths and urban legends Mm -hmm. are so much scarier when you kind of understand why we as a culture are afraid of these things. Like we're afraid of these things because they could easily happen to us. Like we can find ourselves in that bathroom stall. Right. In a bathroom on the street. We can find ourselves in the subway late at night waiting to get that ride home. It's scary because these are situations we always find ourselves in. I think it's funny, too, because a lot of what you read about, like, media criticism and, like, kids using the internet these days, it's all about the stuff that we choose to do. Like, oh, kids overshare or kids, like, find weird shit on the internet. Or, um, you know, if you have any kind of opinion, like, you can find people to back it up. But all of these myths are about happenstance, about bad timing, yeah. you know, about being in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. doing With the wrong creepy shit. Yeah. Right, like, out in the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, I don't I don't know like it's is it heartening is it disheartening I don't know how to how to, how to interpret it it's human it that's is. what it comes down to it is it's a human experience and it's scary but at the same time it's fascinating because this is what we all experience it's and what all- we repeat to each other right <laughs> like myths are made in, in the retelling and I think it is so funny that this is the kind of stuff that we choose to retell Spirits was created by Julia Shafini and me, Amanda McLaughlin. It's edited by Eric Schneider with music by Kevin McLeod and visual design by Allison Wakeman. Subscribe to Spirits on your preferred podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr at Spirits Podcast. On our Patreon page, patreon.com spiritspodcast you can sign up for exclusive content like behind the scenes photos, audio extras, director's commentary, blooper reels, and beautiful recipe cards with custom drink and snack pairings. If you like the show, please share with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time.